0: Previously on Dice Tales, Callista, a shot in the dark. The elf Tassara and Callista traded barbs, as they apparently had many times in the past. We also met Barney, the swashbuckling storyteller, Slick Lou, the fast talking kobold, and Mortimer, the off putting alchemist. Ogin the half orc, pulled them all together and told them he had discovered that Callista had apparently been hiding a secret from them and urged Tessara to investigate. When she did, she discovered Callista had a lover, a man called Theris within the Brotherhood. Tessara informed Callista's father Lucian Greycastle, the leader of the Steel Brotherhood of the Affair, and Lucian ordered that Theris join them on that night's mission, and that he must not return. And that's where we pick up the story. This is fine. Everything's
1: fine. Craymon <laughs> it's wrong. Fine. All right. Uh, meanwhile, back at the ranch over here. <clears throat> so eventually uh, you'll be coming back out into the room there. Tess, are you saying anything to anyone about what yes. just occurred? I thought yes. you might. So okay, you come outside. <laughs> I, uh,
2: I
0: come back out to the dartboards and I say enough darts. We need to get ready for the mission. How about we all go out into the courtyard quickly? And I give everybody a very suggestive, right?
1: right? He doesn't seem to pick up on it, but he's willing to do what you ask. So he'll go. You mean into the sun? (laughs) How would you do such a
0: thing? I think there is enough shade out there for you, Mortimer. We can, uh, We can protect you from the sun. Let me get my
3: parasol.
2: Ah, ye (laughs) land
0: lovers. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. And as soon as we go out, I want to tell him everything.
1: Okay. Uh, So Tess will tell you all what it is that she saw and what Lucian said needs to be done on the mission.
3: (laughs) <laughs> I
4: mean, I get it. It just—it seems like a bit of a steep price to pay.
0: He needs or to disappear.
4: Sad. Well,
0: I guess good job. In, in telling them everything, I don't tell them that Lucian promised me advancement for yes, doing this. Okay. Wise. <laughs> we need—it's
3: something we need to do. We've done worse. I cannot. It's it's a chance for me to field test some of my new
2: inventions. <laughs> All right, better go grab me traveling peg. Oh
5: <laughs> 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 I heard traveling pants at first, and I got confused. like peg. <laughs> okay. Oh my All god!
0: Right. So and, with co- that, and uh, oh, Tess go ahead. looks one last time at mm-hmm. the arrow that. Callista left in the dark or in the in the target and just
1: smiles. Alright. So within the hour, when the time comes, you will all gather in the receiving hall to get your mission briefing. And Lucian will be there.
2: As he overlooks the you. Oh,
4: go ahead. As we're leaving the courtyard, Lou will kind of hang back and and only enter the building again the same time as Tess, and just kind of say, Hey, remind me never to get on your bad side. Can't do.
1: And Ogen will uh, say to you, Tess, he'll say, I- I'm not on this mission, but I know you've got this. You're doing the right thing for all of us. I know. Thank you. Right, right. And... He looks at you awkwardly for a moment like he was trying to think of something else to add on to that, but then fails. So then he will just turn around.
0: I one more time I take his I, I take his arm and I, I just say, when I get back, perhaps we can have a talk about us. Us. Yeah. And I smile, and I say us. Us.
4: Can I make a perception check to see if I notice that? Yes, you can. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, perception is spelled it with P. 16. 16,
1: Uh, oh, you catch a little bit of it. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: And then I just put my hand on his chest and I kind of like give it like a l- gentle little
5: pat and I say, when I get back.
1: Right, good luck. Okay. As and, I um, go into
5: the room for the mission briefing, um, uh-huh. Am I, hmm. I typically work alone. So am I surprised yes. if the others there? Yes. Okay. I don't let it show, but as soon as Lucien walks in, mm-hmm. I'm going to pull him aside for just a second. Okay. And he will do so. Yes. I work alone.
1: Not tonight. Do you have a problem with that?
5: I have concern with uh, not being able to trust the people who are supposed to be watching my back. That is why I do not trust anyone to watch my back.
1: They will pay if your back does not come safely
5: home. That is hardly a comfort to me, but as you wish.
1: And uh, he says nothing more, walking up to the uh, head of the room where he has a a chair. He doesn't sit, he just stands in front of it all as you gather there. And he says, a Chandathan noble Gavin Whittingham has intercepted evidence of our hand in a certain smuggling operation. Certain documents have fallen into his possession in a recent inheritance from his deceased father, who was in my pocket. But Gavin, from all accounts of my spies, would be much less open to such an arrangement. Should he find out what is in those books and turn them over to the authorities, it could comprom- compromise the cover of some of our
4: agents. Don't are talking a smash and grab job.
1: No a bit more of a subtle hand. Like a Your nice. job is to sneak in to the Whittingham Manor, locate the log book in question, and Mortimer, yes. Yes, I'm sure you have some clever reagents that can be used to destroy it beyond oh. repair.
3: I have a few tricks up my sleeve, that's for sure. I Thought so.
1: It is doubtful that Gavin himself has laid eyes on the document yet, but his secretary, whose name is Arabella Woodleaf, may have. You're to find out what she knows, and then she's to either be intimidated into silence or taken out. If you do so, I encourage you to make it look like an accident. According to our reconnaissance, the Whittingham Manor keeps a force of eight guards on the grounds. Whittingham himself is out of the manor at the moment, although his wife and small daughter may be present. We are to take care of this business without unnecessarily raising alarms or suspicions.
4: My specialty.
1: Not mine, any questions?
0: If we do encounter the, uh, the wife and the girl, what are we permitted to do, my lord? What you must. And I
5: just nod? It would be difficult to make it look like an accident if there are multiple casualties. I agree. Who is giving orders on this mission? Missions with multiple heads tend to fail. Callisto, that's why I've put you on this mission. Is that amenable? Very well. If it is amenable to the others in my fine party. I did not ask them. But I must have their acquiescence in order to, uh, shall we say, be effective.
0: Why it wouldn't we single. be Why wouldn't we be amenable to it, Callista? You are so very capable.
5: I smirk at her. Yes. Of course, what could possibly go wrong? Have you a, to Like you?
3: a Cheshire cat smile. Jesus
0: <laughs> Christ, that is nightmare fuel, dude. <laughs> no, thank you. No, oh, no, well, no. Well.
2: <laughs> As long as I get me three squares a day and a pint of rum for the road, then I aye, aye, captain.
5: So Theris is in the room? No. Oh he's he not. not, okay. Oh
1: yes, I'm sorry, he is in the room. Yes, he's here. Burp. Burp, burp. Yeah, he's in the room. He's just uh got his arms folded. He's not looking at you, Callista, he's just listening to
5: all this. This is uh This is a large party for an infiltration. But Tonight? We go tonight? Tonight, he nods. As soon as it is dark, meet in We're front of the there. building. Well, that was, that was an order to yeah, everyone. Sorry, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't.
4: That, that, that sounds, that sounds good. <laughs> <I don't
5: know>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Theres just nods and he says, uh, well, I'll see you all then.
5: Get some rest.
1: and he heads out of there.
3: See you at nightfall then. <laughs>
4: <laughs> i then going we'll go back you. out to the common room and pull out a spell book, open it on the table and, and start meticulously going over and checking his pouches to make sure he has everything he needs.
5: I'm also cool. going to go up to the common room and-
1: Callista, before you yourself. leave, Lucian speaks your name yes sir shoot straight eyes on the target
5: Callista. yes my lord and i'll take a ta- an empty table at the common room and just start um i'm assuming we have some sort of plans for the manor uh yes you can okay. know so the, the basic layout of that yep I'm sitting down with those and just kind of drawing up some plans of. And this is where we are going to take our intermission. Uh. (laughs) So it's about
1: to go down. So we will be back in, what are we doing, 10 minutes? 10 minutes minutes sounds fine. So we'll be back in about 10 10 minutes, everybody, to continue and see where this is gonna go uh, in (laughs) Callista's life.
3: Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> All right, I, right, I feel you so guys. complicit. See you in a bit. <laughs> See you in a bit, Bye.
1: And we're back. We're, we're back. back. We're back. And back. we're back. We return. Hi guys. Good
3: news.
1: <laughs> good good news. news and bad news. Good news, we're back. Bad news. This is going to be a fun time. So, we're going to yeah. do a, a real brief, quick recap here of what happened in the first half if you joined us late. So, we are playing out Callista's backstory adventure, and we have met many of the colorful characters of the Steel Brotherhood, whose beautiful art by Barb you can see pictured here uh, the old pirate Barney, and then Mortimer, the incredibly creepy Uckmist, and Tess, who is her, her rival in many respects and little Slick Lou, the, the kobold. <laughs> <laughs> <with her. laughs> Slick Lou. And throughout the first half, it has um, a, a sort of ploy has been played out, I suppose, by Tess to try to bring Callista down. And she spied on her and learned she has a secret lover, Theris and reported that to her father and father has ordered that he be killed on the mission that they're about to go on right now. So that's where we're taking up. about to head off on the mission here. So Callista, since you are in charge of the mission, if there's anything that you would have relayed to them um, before you left headquarters that you wanna talk about right now, we can do that quickly. Yep. Okay.
5: so as we meet outside, um outside the the guilt hall before we take off. I'm just going to look at them all. Like, I'm going to look each of them in the eye, individually, and just say, look, I'm aware that there's no love lost between me and most of you. All of you. However, working as a group means that you follow orders or some of us die or all of us die or we are exposed. So, you can go back to uh, hating me when we return, but for now, let's set the egos aside and make for a successful mission,
4: yeah? Thanks. Hey, just don't get me killed.
5: Stay,
4: Stay sharp, sharp yes, everybody. Yes, yes.
3: If you, s- excuse me, I have one more thing to do and I'm gonna look at my uh, lump and I'm gonna like flick it. Wake up, wake up, and it's, uh, I'm going to like flick back a little bit of my collar and all of a sudden like two kind of like Gary from Spongebob are going to pop out. And then, and then hit this like grotesque mouth is just going to go. Ah! Oh, oh, <laughs> and then I'm just going to be like, stop, stop. We have work to do. And then he's going to like cover up his mouth and just... <laughs> There's his eyes widen a little bit at at this sight, but uh... oh, he's a, he's newly attached. Don't don't worry about it. It'll go away.
5: You can keep it quiet, yeah, while we are inside. Yes. What? Well, one more thing. He like puts. It, you this,
3: and he just pulls the gag tighter and he quiets down.
4: Let's go. You might want, want to have a doctor see to that.
3: That's not <laughs> gross. Oh no, I, I attached the doctor, it! It's my newest discovery, how to mm. bind living creatures to other living creatures. All
4: right, I'm gonna stand as far away from him as I possibly can. So these two so little eyes are like peeking
3: out of my collar. <laughs> and oh, I'll
4: lean over to Theris and just say, if he tries to attach me, kill me first, please.
3: I wouldn't I mean, treat him. it wouldn't be useful.
1: You are the smallest of us, friend.
2: I thought I'd seen everything. Thought
1: I'd seen everything. All right, with that, you guys will head out into the dark streets. How would you like to approach the manor? Uh, It is not in the center of town. Um, It's actually more of a a private manor, a private estate. So they have their own grounds that are set off, like they have a, a, a fence around the area, but it's nothing that is beyond your skill to scale with the grappling hooks and ropes that are supplied to you by the Brotherhood. So it will be easy enough to get over and access to the building. And you should not have passerbys on the street able to see you beyond the brick wall that surrounds the manor once you get there. There are, however, the guards to be aware of. From what you've heard, there are eight of
5: them somewhere on the grounds of the building. I'd like to find us a spot where we can um take cover maybe like a hundred yards from the, I'm assuming it's surrounded by a wall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. About a hundred, 200 yards from the wall. Okay. And just kind of group up there. Um, And then I'm going to turn to everyone um, and say, all right, two scouts, one go either way around the perimeter, scout out, see what you can see about the guards and report back who, who feels
4: nobody's going to see me. Theris right.
5: says, "I can do that." Theris, Lou, go. And Theres
1: will nod at Lou in one direction, and then he's gonna break in the other direction.
4: You want like a stealth check, perception check?
1: Yeah, do both of those rolls for me,
4: please. All right, stealth is going to be a twenty, not natural. All right.
1: You both do a good job of keeping to the shadows, which the the wall itself casts some good shadows um, that you can use. And there's there's trees and things dotting the area out here, so both of you do fine at that. And then perception checks,
4: natural twenty for a total of twenty-three. Ooh. Very nice, very nice.
1: Okay, are you going around like the front or back? Which direction do you want to have, Lou? Uh,
4: I'll go around the back. And I specifically want to keep an eye out, not only for guards, but potential windows or balconies on the second story.
1: Okay. So looking there, you would immediately see that there is a balcony on the back of the building attached to the second floor that has one access door. Uh, It's a sealed wooden door. So you can't see through it, but there are some windows that look like they might look into a bedroom of sorts up there. And you would be able to notice that there is one guard who is stationed at the back door of the actual place down on the first floor. And it's just one small back door, um, doesn't look like a main place, maybe something off from the kitchen or something like that, servant kind of entrance. But there's one guard who is is walking back and forth close to that. He's the only one that you would notice on your end of the building.
4: I will circle back and share my findings with the team.
1: All right, and Theris would come back as well, and he'd say, only one in the front yard at the moment.
4: We've only got one in the back, and the, uh, a balcony in the back, in case we want to just jump right up to the second story.
1: I wonder if the other guards
5: are off duty at the moment, or if they're all inside for some reason. I would assume that they are inside until we find otherwise, so we are not caught unawares. So when I was studying the plans, I'm going to assume that I um, came up with like maybe two or three rooms where it's most likely where they might be keeping the ledger, like study mm-hmm. or library or office type rooms, and I'm going to point those. Yes. Out.
1: So what you found in the the plans that you looked at were that on the second floor there is a library, a rather large library, and there's next to that, near to that, some kind of office. And that is also next to the master bedroom, is there as well, all up on the top floor. Um, Those are the things that maybe strike you the most. There is a storage room up in the the corner, near the front of the house on the left-hand side as well, um, that perhaps it got relegated to but nothing really on the first floor that strikes you as a likely
5: location. And what about for um, for the, uh, the bookkeeper to be? She's Pro- on the premises, right? Yes, uh, in theory, she should be here. So likely in one of those
1: rooms as well, unless she has retired to sleep, in which case, She would probably stay in the servant's quarters, which according to your map is on the first floor in the back of the house near to that door that Lou noticed. Okay.
5: So I point out the three likely. um, So on the the second floor, there's a library and an office near to each other. They're also near to the master bedroom. So whoever goes up there, be very quiet that you do not wake up the wife and the child if they are here. There's also a storage room, perhaps it could have been placed with junk in a storage room. We do not know how much, how much they know yet. I am going to search for the bookkeeper. And find out what she knows and take care of her if need be. Um, The rest of you split up and search for the ledger and take care of it. If you find it, you know what to do so. I would advise splitting into groups of two, so you move more quietly. Two or one, so you move more quietly.
3: If like silence it. is the name of the game, then I think I have one more thing that I must do. And he is going to pull out this, like, fizzy, nasty bottle of liquid that he's going to pop it open. He's going to chug it and just don't <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, the... You start to notice that he actually has some loose skin, and oh. then it's all just gonna like fill ooh, out, ooh. and he's gonna turn into like this beast man that's like seems to be way quicker, and <laughs> his uh, body's just like stretching into this <laughs> and, and to the point where his clothes almost rip.
2: Happy <laughs> Halloween, everybody!
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I told you it was the Halloween, Halloween episode. <laughs> i never I'm get gonna to look lose at Callista
4: being. The only other one that is, you know, remotely not human, and just kind of be like, "Are they all that gross?" I,
5: I try not to uh, study them too much, but no, I don't think so. And then he's the, uh, um,
3: he's going to dart his both his uh, his eyes and his familiar's eyes at Callista and say, "Let's get him. Move on."
0: Brilliant. I look over I look over at Theris and I say, Theris, uh would you like to come with me? We can look upstairs. We can start in the library and go from there, yeah.
1: And he glances at Callista as if to see if that fits in her plan.
5: Do I do I sense anything weird about <laughs> about Would you sense motive? Because if so you could
1: sense motive. Yeah,
5: I mean it it seems <laughs> I don't know, I just feel like because he's who he is and she's who she is. I would you just- say
4: Okay,
5: make a, make a bluff test. <laughs> Shit. 22.
1: Nine. Something, <laughs> something weird, and you don't, yeah, you
5: have no idea why. I have never been with him on
0: a mission before, I want to see what he can
5: do. I think perhaps, Ferris, uh, you go with Mortimer. <laughs> he kind
1: of side eyes, yeah, horrible,
5: like,
3: disgusting Mortimer beast over here. So his eyes start like flip, flicking to everybody and the eyes look individually oh, at other people.
0: I look, I say Theris, how about this? And Who what would you rumor? prefer to go with?
1: I don't care. I just want to get the mission done. Where should we look?
4: Upstairs sounds promising.
5: I'm going Ballista, to- Ballista, you said you are taking the which room? I'm going to start with the seven quarters and see if I can find the bookkeeper. If you f- see her in one of the other rooms, do not approach. All right, then uh,
1: Mortimer, why don't we
5: take something upstairs? Sounds delightful. <laughs> <The rest laughs> can of, can he? <laughs> All of the rest of you search upstairs.
4: All right.
1: And we well. So Barney and- uh, Test then together, or where's the glue? There's, there's I not an even number of people.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of shaking my head. I, I say, well, I want to either go with Callisto or Barney. I don't want to be by myself. I work alone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry. All right, Tess, you'll be by me uh, side.
0: Gods. Uh, okay. Uh, Barney, but remember, this is a stealth mission. So we have to be very. Very quiet. If there is ever a time not to tell a story, it would be now.
2: I can be extra quiet when I want to be. And I start walking towards her and you hear the this race. like clink. Donk. clink. Donk.
5: <laughs> I put my hand on Barney shoulder <laughs> and I say, she has an excellent point.
2: <laughs> I, I pull out like a bit of fabric from my pack. And I put it. I fasten it to the bottom of my stove. I have
1: a silencer for your
2: stove.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of put it on pool cue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Extra quiet is the rubber stopper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, good. Calista, if we find it, what should we do? Destroy it and get out. So we are all just assuming that
5: somebody else found it. If we don't. If you I find it, it messages. If you find it, find the others or send a message and get out. All right. But do not and just leave uh, without finding the others. Barris would look at Barney
1: and he would say, Since you like stories so much, why don't you two take the library? And then uh, Mortimer and I will look in the office. I,
2: I do love a good book.
0: Alista, <laughs> is that okay with you? You are the one giving the orders here. Unless you two are working together for some reason.
5: That works. I do not care who searches where.
0: Hmm. He has many good ideas, it seems. And he sort of side-eyes you
1: at that moment. And he says- Wait, didn't Barney say that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Theres said that. To, to be in the library in the first place.
3: Oh. That's all right.
4: All right, okay. we should sneak around back then. We've got we one guy to take I care of. I give some hand signals. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Lou, are you entering on your own then? I guess.
1: <laughs> 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 <We get> together. <laughs> Odd man out.
4: Odd cobalt out.
1: Why don't we do a group of three? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could we have him join
4: that a group. Works. It works. It is too over.
1: many. It is too conspicuous.
0: I have the <laughs>
4: easiest way into the upstairs. So <laughs> whoever so wants to come with he could me could
1: scout ahead and get up there. Yeah, we don't know. Okay, so you guys get around back and you see what I explained to Lou is back there. That guard is still there.
4: Do you want me to uh, lure him away from the door a bit?
1: There's this, That would make things quite easier, yeah.
4: Is there like any shrubbery tree oh, yeah. foliage not, or something? Lots
1: of very carefully manicured, perfect shrubs back here, yep.
4: Any like topiaries in animal shapes?
1: Uh, no, no. Okay. They're just they're just regular shapes. Opportunity missed.
4: So Sorry. I will hold up the gold chain, and one of the loops in the chain is actually copper wire, and I'll just whisper towards it. Hey, yo, come over here towards the spirally tree.
1: Towards the spirally tree.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. good. Hey,
1: yo,
0: towards the spirally tree.
1: Okay, so he'll just hear this. Yep. All right. And uh, well, he rolled a two on his wisdom check, so he <laughs> thinks that's a great idea. He at least has to look and see what's going on. So he puts a hand on his, his weapon that's at his belt and starts to cautiously head towards the spirally tree. <laughs>
4: And as he gets close, I would like to cast Bungle on him as soon as he moves. <gasps> yeah, yeah, you do.
1: You can't you can make a spellcaster caster without Bungle, can classic you Classic It's the uh, best <laughs> first level
4: spell that this game has to offer.
1: We know. All right, well, he got a, he got a 20 will save. He rolled a 19. Damn. Ha ha. No Bungle here. Ha, ha. But he is Bungle. away from the door substantially over by the tree at the moment.
5: Can I try to sneak up behind him and like oh, yeah. a chokehold to knock him out?
1: You could totally try to do So make a stealth check to do so. 19. All right. well, he may have rolled a 19 on his will save, but he rolled a 12 on this perception check. Ooh. So he does not notice as the tiefling <laughs> creeps up right behind him, and you can make a CMB check against him. It will be versus his flat footed because he is not prepared for this moment. What a shock.
5: <laughs> Combat maneuver. Natural 20. Oh,
1: oh Good uh, luck. Like, you don't even have to roll any damage or anything. Just in one smooth move, you manage to choke him and get him unconscious. And he just slumps right down in your arms. One guard down. I put him behind
5: the tree, and do we have rope?
4: I have lots of rope.
5: (laughs) I uh, motion for Lou to tie him to the tree.
4: And very quickly, he will hog tie him, hands behind his back to his ankles, sort of like in a weird face-down position with the rope slung up over the branch of a tree like he cannot get out.
1: Nice an unnecessary amount of rope. We definitely
5: need to release him (laughs) before we leave because that's suspicious. (laughs) And also a
4: gag in his mouth should he wake up.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, now that the overkill's done and he's definitely not gonna come back to haunt us.
0: (laughs) I kind of watched this whole spectacle. Are we kind of together for a second? For now, you guys are
1: still together, yes. I would
0: have just killed him. It would have been easier and wasted less rope. Yeah, but we can't leave a mess
3: behind. But do not you listening to the boss? They pull out what? a Mortimer pulls out a vial and he's like, "I can make him go away permanently."
5: Mm-hmm. I think you we can all
3: can do we that. Permanently. So. There, there it says yes, yes. We're all
1: quite killed at or
3: killed at skilling. <laughs> that, that was... <laughs> oh no, We're <laughs> very no, killed I, at killing. You misunderstand. We're very killed at skilling. <laughs> you, you misunderstand. There won't be a body. Oh, God.
1: Uh,
5: that, perhaps on our way out.
1: That might be worth saving for later. Stop! Stop bickering!
5: Oh, Out! In!
4: Have to go. Yes. So, Lou will sneak towards the house, and stop just shy of the balcony, okay. and take a coil of rope off his shoulder, and cast handy grapnel on it.
3: <laughs> what? Handy <laughs>
4: grapnel.
0: Is it grapple or grapnel?
4: Grapnel. According to the spell book. Yeah,
1: that's what it is.
4: And the rope all of a sudden turns okay. into a crossbow bolt. And wow. Lou will take his heavy crossbow off his shoulder, aim it at uh, you know the overhang of the roof and just <laughs> shoot it there. And as soon as the bolts yes. into that overhang, it turns back into a rope and just drops right into his hand. He tugs on it and it takes him straight up and drops it right on the balcony.
3: <laughs> Woohoo.
1: All right, you have wow. uh,
3: made it up to the balcony all right. Nice. So you guys to right and'll toss the rope
4: back down. <laughs>
0: I kind of watched that how does. Day. He I'm do like, that. That was like I, Paul hurry Paul up! Knows. It doesn't
4: last really long.
0: Oh, I, oh, I, I scramble you? up the rope. Please. Okay, does oh, it automatically pull? Yeah. yeah, pulls you right uh. up.
1: Wow! Right. Well, <clears> Theros is gonna take it up too. You that's more second man.
4: story, man! This group had never seen.
1: All right, everybody's going to the second story. can I'm, take
5: the uh, elevator. <laughs> I think everyone is except me.
2: Yep. And I, got, I go in and grab it, and I'm like the last one, just like, okay, <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> 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 shh, <Why don't> they, <laughs> Shh to be very quiet.
5: We talked about this. And I will creep up to the back door and okay. listen to make sure that there's no one right on the other side of it.
1: Make a perception check for me, please. 24. You can hear snoring sounds actually coming from where you know the servant's quarters is pretty close to that back door down here. And there's a couple of like loud snores coming from there.
5: All right, I will, is the back door locked? Yes. Are there windows on the first floor? Uh, There are some windows that go into the dining room. Any that are not locked?
1: Let me find out if they forgot to lock any of them. There is one that is slightly ajar. They were getting a nice fresh breeze in for dinner, and someone forgot to close it all the way and latch it. Go ahead and enter that way. All right. Make a stealth check as you enter, please. Twenty-nine. Like a... Frickin' cat crawling inside there. No one would ever know as Calista lands in the shadows of the dining room. There's a a large table that fills this room, um, with seats for probably at least 12 people. It's quite extravagant. There's a lot of fancy dishes and things um, arrayed about here. And there is a double door that you know heads out into the foyer. There is a side door as well um, that you know heads into a privy off from the dining room. Which way to the servants quarters? Um, You would have to go out to the foyer and then hang left.
5: I will go that way.
1: Okay. Meanwhile, upstairs, all of you are on the balcony. There is, as I said, a couple of windows that look into the master
4: bedroom that this balcony is off from. And the door is solid wood and closed. Can I look inside the windows stealthily to see if there's anyone immediately inside?
1: Sure can. Inside? Uh, make your stealth check and a perception check, please.
4: Stealth is going to be 22. Very nice. Perception is 9.
1: Okay. Uh, do you have dark vision? I do. Okay. You at least can see inside, but the because you're so short, uh, combined with the fact that there's a massive bed that takes up a lot of the view. You, you can't make out very much inside. You don't see any movement, but that doesn't mean anything necessarily. Psst,
2: Barney, Barney,
1: give me a boost.
2: All right, I'm coming.
1: All right, you can make a strength check to lift him up.
2: Okay. He's very small.
1: He's very small, it's not hard. Don't, don't get that
2: one. uh That is a, ooh. Uh, twenty. Oh,
1: like it's nothing, because he weighs like nothing. <laughs> like a bowling ball. Put
2: All on. right, you lift
1: him up, and with the new angle looking down, you can see that there is, in fact, a woman asleep in the bed. And you can see her long blonde hair kind of curled around, that she's in a nightgown, but the, the blankets are pulled up. She looks
4: fast asleep. All right, we've got one person inside. Looks like they're asleep. So if we're very quiet, we should be able to sneak in. Is that one of the guards? My guess is that it's the lady of the house. It's a pretty fancy bed.
1: Okay. And Theris would say that was the master bedroom it would track. And he looks off to the side of the balcony and there are windows um, off from the office, which is off to the left and he'd know the library's around the corner, and he would look back at Mortimer, uncertainly, in his strange form, and he would say, I think I could shimmy around to the window, but I don't know if you can do the same.
0: should be fine.
1: (laughs) Okay. Don't
0: break your leg.
1: (laughs) Theris, with a 25 stealth check, is going to slowly and cautiously put a foot out um, on, on um, the, the brick that juts out from the building, just the tiniest little ledge to try to move over in the direction of the window there. So this is a acrobatics check for him, which is a 25. So very nimbly, like it's nothing. He sort of dances across the ledge um, over to where the window is. As he goes, I'll inside.
4: cast open close on the window. Oh, very nice. Get open for him.
1: Okay, well, he got a... 22 reflex save, So he doesn't get hit in the face with the window. (laughs) He moves back from it and then glances inside with a a 20 something perception check also. And he looks back and signals that it's clear. And then he just starts to climb in the window.
3: All right, Mortimer's gonna try and follow.
1: Okay, you can do either acrobatics or climb unless you have something else up your sleeve to get across there.
3: This is a very narrow ledge. So acrobatics you said? Yep. Alright. Um that's good. That's a twenty-three.
1: Oh yeah, very easily. So in your creepy monstrous <laughs> form, uh you you can leap across there. Very unsettling to walk. It's kinda of like walking
3: like this too, like. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not
1: fun to see. And you will follow him, and you will both get into the office. So the rest of you are left in the balcony. What are you all doing?
0: I look uncomfortably over at Barney, and I say, No offense, friend, but could you do that? What they just did. And I kind of nod to his peg.
2: Well, I can sure as shit try.
3: <laughs> Jesus, No! <laughs> Like, it's gonna break uh, the other leg.
0: I kind of look very questioningly at him, and I'm like, Chad uh, says toss him.
1: <laughs> you're,
0: you're your own man.
1: Who uh, wants to best, toss him the pirate? <laughs> best of, best of luck. do toss a pirate. That's right. <laughs> luck to you, friend.
2: I, I actually would like to attempt this because I I oh. am not afraid of acrobatics.
1: All right. <laughs> Okay, so if you guys are heading to the library, you would have to shimmy past where they went and then go around the corner of the building uh, down a little ways. So it's a it's a <laughs> further distance to go to get to the library windows. First, or to you can go, go, the you could go <laughs> through the office and then but you know that the, I, ol- <laughs> the only door out of the office on the plans goes right back into the bedroom and there is a door right here to the bedroom. <laughs> I put my
0: hand. I put my hand on Barney's shoulder I say, Let me first say, I'm sure you could have done it, but there is a door right here and you have your nice quiet peg on. And I think perhaps it is best that we just take the door.
4: I will cast open close on this bedroom door.
1: On the bedroom door? So the, the one that leads out into the balcony here? Yes. Okay, so the door slowly creaks open. I, to myself thank you Luke. it was not locked
4: and i will creep in
1: okay i'll keep your stealth check so you don't have to reroll
4: okay so yeah with my 23 stealth i would like to go just straight across the room and out the door that we know doesn't go to the office
1: okay the lady does not stir in the bed at all as you creep by It's a very fancy bedroom, very posh furnishings and things like that. Wash carpet. Yes, make a perception check as you're approaching the door.
4: 21? 21.
1: You hear some voices right outside the double doors that you were just heading to open, like directly outside. And you would hear two people talking. And one of them would be saying, oh, Rick, did you uh, did you check if she locked that balcony door? She's always leaving it open. And then Rick must speak up and he says, I'm sure it's fine. We're not gonna wake her up. Just leave it, it's all right. I haven't heard anything. It'll be a quiet night.
4: And I will slowly lift up the gold chain and whisper back to Tess and Barney, there are two guards right outside the bedroom door. All right, Just we're gonna leave. jump
1: downstairs to Callista <laughs> for a moment here. So Callista is in the dining room.
5: Um, I'm gonna uh, creep over to the foyer, the foyer door, and listen if there's anyone out there. All
1: right, make a perception check.
5: Seventeen.
1: You can hear the same exchange just farther away because it's up, st- it's up the top of the stairs in the foyer. So it sounds like one person might be on the stairs and one person is upstairs and they're talking to each other. Um, their voices are lower, but you can you can still make out that they're talking to each other and kind of ascertain where they're at. Is the dining room door completely closed? Yes. Is there a door? Yes, there is a double door leading out of the dining room into the foyer.
5: Is there light coming into the door at all? Is it dark in the- these doors
1: are actually paneled with um, glass windows that have some designs on them, so you can see that there's light filtering from the foyer, even though the dining room is dark coming through there. You would have to like get right up to it and kind of look through little holes
5: in the coloring to to look through directly, but you can. Are there en- the only other exit from the dining room was into the pretty into- yeah, yep. I'm going to wait and see where the voice, if the voices move, where they go. Okay.
1: Meanwhile, upstairs, Darius and Mortimer have made their way into the office. So it is dark, there's no light. Mortimer, are you able to see in the dark?
3: I am with my uh, two little eyes. Oh no. Oh,
1: gross.
3: Why?
4: <laughs> Does your goiter have a name?
1: Does the goiter have a name? It's uh, not yeah. pitch dark because there's it's... enough like um, moonlight filtering in through the, the open window now that it would count as low light vision. So you okay. can kind of make out the shapes of a big desk, um, that there's some cabinets and things around, some small tables, big comfy chair at the desk, big grandfather clock. Leith. Um, <laughs> we'll never know because Leith isn't here to check.
3: <laughs> Peppers, blocks um, and things in everywhere. <laughs> so is that, so there's like big windows and stuff in this room, correct? Yeah. Yeah. OK, because I, I have a thing where I can use a candle rod, I believe it's called. It's, it's basically an alchemical thing where I can make of like a magical candle. OK. So I'm just gonna strike one of those, actually with uh, my two prosthetics and an abrasive material on his thumb, just Nice. Pshht. Wow. And he'll I, light that up and he's gonna search around for the logbook.
1: And Theris will also start searching around so you can both make perception checks to search. Um, he's actually gonna give his
3: second one to You have Theris. still
1: not made your stealth check, so I will need your stealth check.
3: All right. Um, that is a 15. Yeah, that's
1: not bad. All right. Thank you, mutagen. What was your perception check?
3: I haven't looked at that yet. Um, That is a
1: 14. A 14. Okay. So... What actually distracts you more than looking for the logbook is that you find in the desk in one of the lower drawers there is a small like strong box of sorts that's locked and it's very heavy like when you reach in there and try to pick it up a little it's quite heavy. And Theros is checking all of the drawers and stuff very thoroughly because he got like a 28 perception check. So he's doing a thorough job of looking around for the logbook. While you have found this box.
3: Okay, uh, gonna put it in my pack.
1: Okay, again, very heavy, uh, so it, it might weigh your your bag down quite a bit. But that's, that's like okay. that heavy. Uh, oh, you have like a backpack? Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's gonna weigh your backpack yeah. down
3: down a little bit. That's well, it's the, okay, but okay. Just I'll just ta- I'll take a look of. at it. See what the apparatus is.
1: Okay. Um. So it, it seems to have just a standard lock on it. Okay. And can I try mm-hmm.
3: and disable it? The lock? Disable yes, it again. All right. So disable device. On. That's a thirteen.
1: A 13 is not enough to pick it, but that draws draw Theris' attention, even as he's scowling and kind of stepping in circles in the middle of the room now and saying, It's not here. What are you looking at? It's
3: a, some sort of lockbox. I can't quite disable it. Are let you me, any good let,
1: at this? let me try it. And he'll lean in there and he'll make a disable device check. Uh, and he got a 17, which will be enough to pick it open oh. and lift it up. And you would immediately, in the, the little light that you have, see the, the golden gleam of many gold bars that are stamped with something. Um, so you can actually make do you have knowledge nobility by any chance? <laughs>
3: Uh, no, you know, it's not one of, yeah. it's not one of my things. definitely no. does not. <laughs> no, he does not. OK, so. He not <laughs> care the
4: no character, novels. and I'm not in the room.
1: And then there's a bunch of papers stuffed in the box, too. Hmm.
3: Well, I'm going to look at the papers Like, take the gold out and flip the papers.
1: OK, uh, can you make a general intelligence check for me? It's-
3: Come on, baby. It's what I'm good at. <laughs> Not according to this dice roll. Not <laughs> Okay,
1: it's difficult to decipher. It seems to be a series of letters, um, but the people who are speaking in the letters, and Whittingham, the person whose office this is, is one of them. But the person that he's corresponding with, they're seeming to speak in euphemistic language that makes it a little difficult to ascertain exactly what it is that they are saying. So you can't quite pick it up reading like by candlelight rapidly (laughs) (laughs) hiding in this room right now. It's it's not picking it up.
3: Gonna, I guess I'm gonna like fold them up and take them. Okay. Put the gold bars back. He doesn't give a shit.
1: Uh, Ferris is gonna reach in and take one and kind of hold it in his hand (laughs) and make a sense motive check, I guess, Warmer?
0: The whole life with this, ten. Yeah. this amount of gold.
1: One could one could run off and start. One could life just about <laughs>
3: run away <laughs> with this amount you of get gold. Get a
1: twenty-five? Is that what you
3: said? No, <laughs> definitely not. Oh, a just a
1: fi- Oh, I heard you totally wrong. Uh, yeah, you pick up nothing out of that. He just stares at it for a moment and then, very begrudgingly, puts it back in the box mm. and says, "We can't leave
3: any evidence we were here. They
1: might not notice the papers the missing, but they'll notice if all these
3: gold bars go." It's, it seems you're more intelligent than I thought you were. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> <And> <laughs> he
1: closes the box back up, close it in the drawer. Okay, uh, heading over to what's going on in the bedroom with Lou and then Tessa and Barney are still out there on the balcony. Yeah. What are you guys doing? I wanna get into the
0: house, I don't even think we're in the house yet. No. <laughs> I wanna try to, <laughs> I, I, do I convince Barney? to just go in through the door. Barney, are you on board with this? Are you on board with this?
2: I am on board like I'm on the plank. So so yes, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Is that the, okay, thank you, I was
2: confused. I realized, I, go, I realized as that came out of my mouth, it might be ambiguous. Uh,
0: that's not a good thing, so. And so I go up to the door and I, is the door open, did we decide? Is it- I opened Yeah, this,
4: this door is-, open is open. I'm already inside the room.
1: Lou okay. is inside the bedroom and he is at the doors that lead out to the, the hallway. That's sort of a an upstairs balcony that goes yeah. around yeah. and there's a bunch of doors off from it. Yeah.
4: We so know I go, that because of the map we've studied. You know
1: that because of the map. Yeah, which you guys have, I go, so you can look I that. go
0: in very, very quietly and I motion one last time for Barney to be very quiet. And then I go in and I go to where Lou is and I put my ear to the
1: door. Try and. to be very quiet. You can also make your stealth check.
0: Oh, God. I'm going to have to I knew you hadn't some.
1: made one yet. I'm writing them down. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and you're sneak right. past me.
0: Oh, I got a <laughs> 16. Yeah,
1: five? that's fine. That's fine. Oh, God. That's <laughs> right. okay. Way better than average. Yeah, okay. I guess. Yeah, yeah. And make a perception. Okay,
0: perception. Here we go. That's an only on the 11.
1: Okay, you can't make out much at too this dark. point yeah can't hear much
0: and i i like look back to where barney's freaking waiting on the balcony and i'm like i like motion for him to come in
2: and i i, I like kind of hobble my way in <laughs> very quiet. Cool. As quietly as I possibly can. Go
1: ahead and make your stealth check. Come on, Barney. Come on, Barney.
2: So. I'll give man. you a
1: plus one from your little silence. From your tennis ball. Your rubber your tennis
2: ball. Even with, yes. even with the bonus is a five. Oh my God.
1: Okay, oh my you God. take one step inside man. and immediately like you hear that, that wooden leg. <laughs> clamped down on the probably like hardwood floors in here or something. And oh no. on the bed, you hear the woman stir, and she would say, Gavin, <laughs> and she half turns over sleepily. but then she doesn't say anything else, nor moves.
0: I look at Barney, I just mouth the words, stay there.
2: And I'm just like, I, kind of I frozen kind of like... in place, like. <laughs>
1: I'm just... I'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so, oh God. So I guess we got to kill some guards, right? I, I look at- I, I, look I will look, look at Tess at,
4: at, at and say, no, i got this. <laughs> And I will cast Unseen Servant. Oh! Yes! Nice! And I will give the Unseen Servant the order to go out into the main portion of the house, all off that foyer, and just start opening and closing doors in sort of like a random pattern away from where we're investigating.
1: Okay, so that would be on the sort of left-hand side there where there is the the other bedroom and then the storage room. I know you guys had wanted to look at that, but most of your the library is the other big one, and that's on that's the left-hand where, side. Right. That's where me and, and so I, they I'm can. There's like two downstairs doors
4: as well. So like okay. the main doors downstairs. And oh yeah,
1: they can easily do that. And there's there's two doors on that side, and on the other side they can be opening. Okay, so the unseen servant that you create this invisible force. His
4: will. name is Willard.
1: Willard. (laughs) Willard will head out there, and after a moment, everybody in the house can make perception checks. You only need to get a ten to hear this, as it's causing. I got a
4: ten exactly. When did you? Got a ten exactly as well. I had
3: seven.
1: Barney is still frozen. At the bed, so fixated that he totally misses this somehow. But everyone else would begin to hear doors banging, and then shortly after that, guards like being like, What? Who's there? And then like footsteps moving in those directions. So lots of chaotic stuff happening.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Carrie Sholtens again with Dice Tales Live. Just wanted to real quick thank our sponsors once again, Gaming Paper and Character Case, as well as our friends of the show, Sirenscape and Hero Forge. Thank you all so much for helping us make this show what it is and helping us uh, continue to do this thing that we love to do so, so much. If you would like to hear more of what we do, follow our adventures and misadventures, please follow Dice Tales Live on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, pretty much everywhere. You can follow us on social media, over there, you can figure out how to buy our merch, our mugs, our t shirts, our dice pouches, whatever you want with our awesome Dice Tails logo on it by Brad Seitzma. You can also figure out how to support Dog Story Theater because that's where we got our start, and we like to continue to support the people who supported us in the very beginning. Thank you all so, so much for listening. We hope to hear you back for this special Dice Tails Live one shot, Callista, A Shot in the Dark, Part 3. Thank you all so much for listening.